0: Happy Thanksgiving. I hope as you are listening to this, you are spending time with people you love and taking an extra moment to be grateful. Today, we're talking about being thankful and the little daily routine I do with my kids that has them focus on what they are thankful for every day, not just on Thanksgiving. We're also going to take it a step further. We're talking about positivity and happiness and the choices you make and how you choose to interpret the things that happen to you. Happiness is a choice and taking a moment each day to be thankful is a huge part of this. Join me today as we pause for a second to think about all that we have to be thankful for and happy about. Here's Lindsay. Most nights at the dinner table, we do what my kids call a gratitude circle. Whoever calls it first starts and we go around saying something we are grateful for. Sometimes it's something simple or silly like, I'm grateful it was Noah's birthday at school today because we got donut holes. Or something deeper like, I'm grateful that we have a nice house to keep us warm since it's raining outside. Those are obviously the kids' examples, but you get the point. It's a really sweet little tradition. It's quick, it doesn't take a long time, and we don't do it every single night, so it never feels forced. Just when someone calls it, we go around the table, and it's cool. It's often a great conversation starter and a little insight into everyone's day or week or how they're feeling. For me, being thankful and being happy and positive are all intertwined. Bottom line, what I've learned is you find what you're looking for. If you're looking for negativity, you'll find it. And if you're looking for positivity, you'll find it. We all know people who see the negative in everything, and it's almost like they're looking for it. And I think it's often easier to look for the negative. But when you're really looking for the positive, you just have so much more positivity in your daily life. Life is about alternatives. There's so much negative in unhappiness, but you always have a choice. You hate the weather where you live? Move. Your sibling is always negative about your life and your choices. Talk to them less. I've learned that the world reflects your own feelings back at you. Reality is neutral. Reality has no judgment. You are born and you have a set of experiences. How you choose to interpret those experiences is totally up to you. Happiness Is a choice, which is why I think it is so important to spend your time with happy people. It's pretty simple. If you're around happy, positive people, you are more happy and positive yourself. If you're around negativity and negative people, you just think more negative. I think it's important to realize what people bring to your lives and see if you need to evaluate how much time you're spending with people on either side of this. Life is an energy game, so you have to get away from negative energy. Talk to negative people three times a month instead of three times a day. When you start caring too much about something, you get power and fuel, and if it's negative, it's game over. Now, if you realize you're being negative and not so grateful, perfect. That is the hardest step. When I found myself in the past feeling like this, I just recalibrate my perspective. I volunteer somewhere, or when my grandparents were alive, I used to call them and talk to them. We are living in the greatest era ever, and it makes it hard to complain when you realize how easy it is to do so many things that were so hard 50 years ago, or shoot, 10 years ago. We're living in such a cool time. We have groceries delivered. We have Amazon Prime. We have the internet. We have FaceTime. We have all these cool ways to interact and communicate. It's just the greatest time to be alive, in my mind, no question. So it's really a matter of getting out of your own head. If you're in this type of funk, if you're feeling negative or ungrateful or both, I think you have to get outside and talk to people. Look at the big picture and realize that there's a lot of things that we might be complaining about that just aren't important. Now, I am in no way talking about life losses or huge life stresses or devastations. That is, of course, on a completely different level. I'm talking about the daily little things that we're complaining about or being negative about that are ultimately leading to some level of unhappiness in our lives. I'm telling you, you look for what you find. Are you looking for the wrong or are you looking for the right? Are you looking for the good or are you looking for the bad? Circling back to thankfulness and gratitude, one way I try to show this every day is by simply saying thank you. Because I know that showing my kids how to live is the most important thing I can do. I'm always saying thank you to anyone that helps us, even for little things. It's easy just to skip saying thank you when someone refills your water at a restaurant or holds the door open for you. Making sure you do this every time is so good for your soul and good for your kids to see. When we're talking about always being thankful, volunteering is definitely top of my list. There is nothing that makes us realize how thankful we are than helping people in need. 13 years ago, I started my own nonprofit organization called The Happiness Project. I was spending time on the weekends and in my free time volunteering at different shelters and soup kitchens, and I would just get in there and do whatever they needed me to do. And very quickly, I realized that there was a huge gap between what these shelters can provide and what many of the people in the shelters needed. So this seemed like a Big deal to tackle in our area as there were so many people in need and so many people who were considered homeless. So I focused just on the kids. The kids in these situations just needed so much more help. The shelters were definitely providing food and a roof over their heads and a bed and blankets, and they got donations of basic clothing and shoes. And most toiletries, but there was a huge gap of what I considered life essentials, their own hairbrushes and toothbrushes and their own toiletries and several sets of clothing and undies and socks and shoes and raincoats and things that, yes, you can survive without, but in my mind, every child should have. And then taking that a step further, things like $5 to go on a field trip or $100 to play soccer for this season. Whatever it is, there were so many things that were getting lost in this gap. So I thought, I'm gonna create a nonprofit that works to serve homeless children in Orange County that serves that gap. We're gonna focus huge around the holidays. So November, December, we are gonna go all out for these kids. And then the rest of the year, we are going to be that middleman. We are going to be a resource to all of these schools that serve these children, these kind of underprivileged kids, and also all the shelters and soup kitchens that I was volunteering at. And so the directors of these shelters would come to us when any of these kids had any requests, any things that they needed or they really wanted that the shelter was not able to provide. and. Very quickly, it became this cool organization that was really doing big things. And sometimes it was on the small scale, like allowing a child to play softball that wouldn't have been able to because they couldn't buy the uniform or whatever was required. Or buying books for a child who was really interested in reading or wanted to be a writer. We were able to reach out to all these directors and give them these forms that allowed these kids to turn into us what they needed to feel happy and fulfilled. And it was cool that I just had a simple idea and I had to make the execution of it simple. I just gave them forms and they just turned them back into us. And I created a network of volunteers who I could reach out to who could help support. So whether we were gathering donations like clothing or books or toys or whatever it was, or if we were just needing money to fulfill that gap, this community of volunteers was very quickly able to grow and we were able to serve every single request. And we also started a birthday program because I thought everyone needs a birthday celebration. I love celebrating things. I think it is such a great part of your childhood memory, your birthday and feeling so special on that day and in that week. So we had the shelters always reach out to us when there wasn't a birthday cake and a gift around for different children within their program. So we got going on our birthday wishes program and made sure that every child at these shelters that was involved in our program, their birthday was always celebrated with a gift and a cake, which I love. I think it's just such a special part of being a child. And I love that we were able to add in the birthday element to it. So we had this yearly support for whatever these kids need and we had their birthdays covered and then during the holidays we threw this huge holiday party at South Coast Plaza, which is in Costa Mesa, California, right in the middle of Orange County. And it started small. It started where I would just bus in kids from one motel where we kind of had groups of families living in overcrowded situations. So there were really kids in need. And then it grew to where we had shelters from all over Orange County and we would have six to eight buses come in And after South Coast Plaza shut down, we set up, I mean, it's grown over the years. Now we're looking at over 50 activity booths all around Santa's Village and the Reindeer Carousel for the kids to come in and take a picture with Santa, And they have elf volunteers walk them through the whole experience. So they'll play carnival games. They'll decorate an ornament. They'll make a holiday card for their parents. They'll decorate cookies. They'll make slime. They'll visit the photo booth. They'll visit therapy dogs that are cool in the back. They'll play basketball. They'll play video games, all the different things. We have it set up for girls and boys and every age. It's like the biggest holiday party ever thrown for these kids. At this point, we have over 550 kids come to this event every year in December on a Friday night. And at the very end, as they're walking out, they get a huge bag of gifts that we have organized specifically for their age and gender. And so most of the kids... Even though they're dying to open it, most of the kids wait and open it on Christmas morning or Hanukkah, depending on what they celebrate, because otherwise, realistically, most of these children would not get gifts and certainly wouldn't get this big bag filled with gifts. And it's just, it's just the coolest thing. There's nothing like volunteering that makes you feel grateful and humble and thankful and just grounded and have a good perspective. And I shared this story just to kind of show that. You can help in whatever form, whether it's small or big, whether you want to start your own nonprofit or you want to volunteer or reach out to nonprofits in your area. I literally started by seeing a need and wanting to fulfill that gap. And now it's turned into this cool, huge event called the Sharing the Spirit Holiday Party at South Coast Plaza. And I have this incredible organization called the Festival of Children Foundation and Sandy Sagerstrom runs it, and she's so gracious to allow us to totally take over South Coast Plaza. They provide all the staffing and all the tables and all the things that are needed, and plus their team. We do it as a collaboration. So it's, it's incredible to see when you reach out to people and when you ask, people say yes, and people want to get involved and people want to help. And there's no other positive community like a community of people who are just in there working hard to help people who need it. It's cool and it changes lives. And if you don't have anything set up for you and your family this holiday season to give back and to volunteer your time in different ways to help people in need, I really, really urge you to find something locally that speaks to you that you can physically do because it just gives you perspective, not just for that one night, but I'm telling you, It changes your headspace and it makes you shake off things that you were worried about or stressing about and shake off the negativity because you're doing something good for people and there's not a lot that feels better than that. A few other things before we wrap up. Other ways I try to be grateful and thankful and positive on the daily are appreciate everything and not try to be so picky. Compliment other people, especially strangers. Be considerate of others. Smile. Remember the names of people you meet. Share your things. Share your best ideas with friends and family. Share in other people's joys as if they were your own. And just be there when someone you love needs you. I am so grateful to live in this period of time where I could just up and start a podcast and talk to you guys every week and start thoughtful conversations. Thank you for listening and for all of the love and feedback I've gotten as we get going on this new adventure here together. We are going to talk about so many things and I am so thankful for you and I'm thankful that you are listening. Happy Thanksgiving. I love you guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast.